Hi, I'm Ariel. And I'm Twinning. And you're listening to Breaking Through the Podcast. Welcome back to Breaking Through the Podcast. Chances are you follow or have stumbled upon today's guest's social media accounts. And while you might know their dog, we're certain you don't know how amazing his parents are. Our guests today are truly titans of their industry. They are constantly innovating new ways to both entertain their followers and put good into this world. With millions of collective social media followers, they've impacted a whole lot of lives and we cannot wait for you to hear their story. Without further ado, please welcome Rob and Leslie, social media mavens and proud parents of our beloved Doug the Pug. Even though you're two of my dear friends, I still did a deep dive into your Doug the Pug journey. And I knew that Doug was a huge deal and I knew you had accomplished a lot, but Oh my God. There's just so many breakthrough moments that we would have to have two episodes to cover it all. So we're going to do highlights. Um, Before we really go into it, although I want to hear about what was happening before Doug and how Dougie came into your life. Yeah. So before Doug... I was working in the music industry. So I moved to Nashville to go to Belmont University. And it was my dream to work in the music industry in some capacity. And on the side, I also did graphic design. So my whole childhood, like, really wanted a pug named Doug. It was just a thing. My favorite T.Y. Beanie Baby was a pug Beanie Baby. Always knew I wanted this pug named Doug. To the point where my roommates in college, I would paste photos of pugs all over, like as a joke. And now I know that's kind of like a vision board, right? (laughs) So like, I was like, without even knowing it, like putting pugs everywhere. Um, so you were manifesting, I I was manifesting a pug this whole time and I was still going to Belmont. Um, and at this point, at this point we have not met yet. We have not met. Okay. So what year is this? What year is this? This is 2012. 2000, okay. I, yeah, 2010, 2012 is when I got Doug. I was listening to Rob's band at the time. So that that's a funny story. I knew who he was. I was listening to his <laughs> band. It was like my thing in college, the pop punk scene. So we had not met, but I'm in college. And then it finally felt like the right time to get a pug and get my dream dog. Um, so my apartment complex was dog friendly. The whole thing, my roommate was on board. And then one day I brought this little pug home and the first thing that he did was sit in front of the TV and watch the Kardashians. And I was like, this dog has something. Um, (laughs) And we just immediately had a very special bond. And, you know, I'm sure we'll get into the actual story more, but like at the time, you know, I was doing what I loved. I was working in the music industry. I had a job that I really like cared about and just a constant grind. You know, I was making virtually no money. Um, I remember just calling my parents like a few times a week being like, can you just put $40 in my account so I can get Chipotle? I mean, um, but now I'm very grateful for those times. And like, 
even just a few days ago, a friend of mine sent me a photo from our old apartment and I was like, whoa. Aww. But that's kind of where where I started with Douglas. And Doug, so Doug was pretty much the first pug I ever met in my life. Like I, I'm like, like actually met. So like I was, um, like Leslie said, I was in the band called We Are The In Crowd and I was touring. Um, we got to, you know, tour a bunch of countries and just kind of live in my dream and uh, we had a show in Memphis, Tennessee, and that day I was on tour with Mayday Parade, which was a band that Leslie was working for. And um, Leslie and I like briefly met at that show. We shook hands. We shook hands, like hello. And then like when when she was like leaving in her car, like I was like getting into the bus, and I, like we like made eye contact. I was like really, I remember <laughs> that specifically, and I was like, oh my god. But like I was like too nervous to go up and like say anything, so. Uh, but I, you know, I was like, <laughs> definitely like looked at Leslie and I was like, ah, um, and then, uh, I remember like getting home from a tour from, uh, England and I was sick, like so sick. And I posted on Facebook and Leslie and I like added each other on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram probably because that's how, uh, the, the world works these days. MySpace. Yeah, <laughs> we had each other on MySpace, LinkedIn. You're my top <laughs> <LinkedIn>. eight now. <laughs> and um, I was super sick and I, I posted like, hey, uh, like man, I'm, I'm, I'm so sick. I got the flu. And Leslie ended up like messaging me through like Facebook Messenger. and just like, I hope, like, sorry, you're sick. I hope you feel better soon. I was like, wow, that's really sweet. And like, I, I remembered her because like I, I you know, met her, she was working for Mayday. And so we just started chatting and, um, that was it. I, you know, we just hit it off and then fell in love. And then I came to visit and met Doug and I, I was, she was like, from the beginning, she's like, we're a package deal. Like <laughs> if you don't like Doug, you can get out. And I'm like, hell yeah. I, and I showed, I remember showing up, I brought Doug, um, two little toys, which was so fitting for his brand. Now it was a donut toy and a hot dog toy. We still have them. <laughs> that's, that's how it started. Yeah. And the rest is history, as they say. What I love is that your content has always been so strong and your visuals are so professional. And um, what's amazing is you're always so current and you've never really repeated an idea. What inspired you in the beginning? Were you both coming up with content ideas? Like, how did it work? Yeah, so working in the music industry, I just always kind of had a passion for pop culture. You know, when when MySpace was really big, I was the kid in high school, like trying to code MySpace layouts for bands that I would meet who were on tour. So it was just like always social media and like pop culture. It was just always kind of an inherent like love of mine. Um, and it only felt natural to like have Doug be involved in it too. So I would literally go to work and it would be like a routine. If it were a nice day outside, I would take Doug to the park and I'd get him a little outfit or, you know, pose him with a CD that just came out or like something current. And I would try and relate it to whatever was happening at that time. And people um, liked it and they took notice of it and they, you know, were like, Doug the pug. It. And yeah. it became not only a really fun time for Doug and I to have together, you know, just, just making memories like my puppy. He was only a baby at the time. Um, but it was just cool to see how I could connect with the internet through a dog. Like I had never done that before. I'd done it through people, mm -hmm. through bands, through myself, but like to do it with a dog was a whole different thing because people just, 
have a different connection with animals. And so I wanted to. And Doug, and Doug's very expressive in his face. So like, think all the photos, like you can like kind of play off like, oh, if he looks sad or if he looks grumpy or if he looks happy, like he's got like, he's very photogenic. And I always thought that was really cute. Um, And then, uh, yeah, I, I think at one point I was like, you should really make Doug his own Instagram and yeah. just call it Doug the Pug. And because at the time it yeah. was all on my personal account. Yeah. Got it. I was posting on my personal and I would post something for me and it would get like no likes. Like I'd go to like a show or something and I'd be like <laughs> at this cool show and like it'd be so artsy and it'd get like, you know, a hundred likes. And then I'd post Doug and it'd get a few thousand likes. And I was like, okay, there's something here. And Rob was the person who was like, you need to just do it. And so It's Doug the Pug was available. And I was like, that's cute. It's Doug the Pug. Like, that's him. It's Doug the Pug. Yep. And at that same time, I was like, all right, well, if I'm making him an Instagram, what I know from my job and from social media training, per se, is like, he also needs a uh, Twitter and a Facebook. So reserved the name on Twitter, reserved the Facebook started pushing the Instagrams from Instagram to Facebook and then tweeting the Facebook had like no likes. And I remember still thinking like, this isn't doing anything. Like it's an obviously an Instagram only thing. But then one night when we took the famed first video, I pushed it from Instagram to Facebook and woke up the next day and the video had 20 million views. Whoa. Yep. So basically, I just need to get Doug the Pug in one of my videos for it to go viral. <laughs> he's like the fairy dust. Yeah. He's, the, he's he magic. is the magic. He is magic. I have actually met Doug. I've actually met him. But we'll, we'll get to that a little bit later. Yeah, I've actually met him. Um, how no quickly, way. I want to know, did that process come about? Were you like, did it happen within like a couple of weeks or a couple of months? And then you were like, oh, we're really onto something here. It was like that week. I, I remember like Leslie. So Leslie sent me like the footage of him running around the park with the pug balloon attached to him. And she was like, can you edit this together with the song? And then I'm like, yeah, sure. And um, and then like I came home, I, I came to Nashville and like moved. I, I was like, I moved there to be with Leslie and Doug. And uh, we were, Leslie's just like, she's a go-getter. So she's like writes a list. She comes up. If she gets like inspired, she just like, Boom, in the moment she writes like a hundred things on a list. Like we need to do this, 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 this. And I'm just like game. I'm just like, yeah, let's do it. Like it's, it was so fun. Like we got to like, you know, work together and we were very creative together and we bounced back and forth, which is like really cool and unique as, as a couple. Mm-hmm. And um, like both of us kind of had like the the proper like skill sets to make this happen. Like I knew video editing, I knew photography and Leslie's really good at marketing and creative and, um, yeah, we just started making all these videos and they all just kept getting millions and millions of views. And so at the end of that month, he went from 3000 likes on Facebook to a million. That's insane. In, in a month. And yep. this is at like the peak of Facebook, right? Yeah. So it was like everyone was on Facebook, you know, Instagram was still growing, but Facebook was kind of the thing. Yep. And then, you know, Good Morning America was calling. And um, at next I, rem- month- I remember specifically, um, that Halloween, I think, because that happened all before Halloween. And that Halloween, Leslie's like, we need to make a video of spoof, like spoofing Doug videos, like the week leading up to Halloween, like 
seven, seven different videos of Halloween themed. So we did like the walking dead. We did breaking pug. <laughs> we did, um, ghostbuster, like all these paranormal, like, paranormal pug, normal activity. And like all of them, like, just like shot us into the future with all this, yeah. which is really cool. I mean, yeah, you guys like had BuzzFeed write about Jim Mashable, Good Morning America, like you said, and those are huge placements. They're not little feats. It's just incredible. Were you able to celebrate in the moment or was it just caught up in momentum? We we would like... Oh, Doug is Sorry, scratching. Doug is scratching in his bed. <laughs> Excuse me, we're in an interview, Douglas. You're making a lot of noise. <laughs> Can you lay down? Lay down. Um, I think at that moment we were just so excited and like we used all that excitement as fuel to like, oh, what are we going to do next? Like, let's, let's keep it going. Like, and we weren't just like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> uh, okay, baby. he's literally scratching in his bed. He does that when he gets, he wants to get comfortable. Oh. There he's good. Okay. Lay down, bud. Now you're comfortable. Dougie. So Rob, you were talking about how the momentum fueled everything that came after. Yeah. So I just remember that like, we were like pumped on like everything going viral and people loving it and like just making people happy that like, we didn't even have time to celebrate. We would just like, keep it going. And, Mm -hmm. um, we just kept on like the next video, we just kept on trying to outdo the last one. Mm -hmm. Right. And like, we would kind of like, uh, just push ourselves to make the the funniest and and Doug is so good in all of this. Like he just doesn't mind getting dressed up and he does, he looks at the camera. He just knows what he's doing when the camera comes out, which is astonishing. I will. I do have a memory of a time we celebrated. I mean, we, we have celebrated. Of course. There, yeah. No, we've I'm made saying sure to like really be grateful and practice gratitude and we'll like do, but when Doug hit a million on Facebook, we were like, we're getting him a filet mignon for dinner. <laughs> and so this was still at the time we barely had any money, but we were like, we're going to, we're going to get Doug filet mignon for dinner. And he ate it in like 0.5 seconds. It was gone. And we were like, not doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even chew it. He just like swallowed it whole. He loved it though. So, I mean, he clearly loved yeah, it. Yeah. But now he has a nutritionist and, he gets. He's know. probably in better shape than me, to be honest. <laughs> now, nutritionist. <laughs> he um he walked the Sports Illustrated red carpet with Chrissy Teigen in 2015. Was that his first red carpet event? And what was it like meeting Chrissy and John Legend? Oh, that's a funny story, actually. So that was right after he went viral. And you were still... I was on tour, I think, right? On tour or, like, recording or Mm -hmm. something. And I was just getting into the swing of things of, like, Doug having an audience. So I saw Chrissy Teigen was in town, and she loves dogs. And so... You tweet her. I tweeted her from Doug, like, I want to meet you. Like, let's get a picture together. Like, I went viral this week. And she's like, oh, my God. Okay, come. And then I didn't hear from, like, I tried, like, getting more info. And I was like, I guess I'm going. Like, so I, I, like, texted a friend and she was like, I texted a friend and she was like, I'll go with you. And we just waited by the red carpet at the start of the red carpet for Chrissy Teigen to come. And she gets out of the limo, walks straight towards Doug, takes him from my arms, picks him up, 
and starts walking down the red carpet. Like she knew exactly who he was. This was like a thing that she was looking forward to, I guess. And then I'm just like, oh my God, oh my God. And I'm just like in awe. And all of a sudden I feel a tap on my shoulder and it was freaking John Legend. And he's like, hi, I'm John. (laughs) Shakes my hand and starts talking about how much they love pugs and how he grew up with a pug. And it was just like, he was so down to earth. She was so cool. And it was one of those moments where it's like, see, I knew it could be like this. Yeah, I mean, Doug is a well-traveled pug. And he, I mean, he's traveled all over the country, traveled internationally. I just want to share some stats with the listeners because it's mind-blowing. But he has a combined followership of over 13 million across social media platforms. Like, if you add up all the... It's actually 18 million now. Including TikTok. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, tic- TikTok, TikTok took TikTok it off. took it off to 18 million this year. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So 18 million across social media platforms. And some of the celebrities, just some, are Billie Eilish Ed Sheeran, Justin Bieber, Chainsmokers, Demi Lovato, Joe Jonas, Ryan Seacrest. It's just crazy. (laughs) I mean, I literally would have to talk for a half hour if I wanted to name every person that that just met. That's a whole other uh, episode. It is. It is. So when Doug became a celebrity, (laughs) did you guys have like the same experience you think a human would where you're being stopped and like you lose anonymity? I mean, we, hmm, it's, it's crazy because we always talk about how we have the perfect amount of celebrity with Doug, right? So it's like when we go to the airport and we're walking through the airport, chances are we're going to get stopped a lot. People recognize Doug. They see Rob's birthmark in his hair. They put the two and two together. They're like, that's Doug the Pug. That's his family. And it's awesome. You know, we have fans that come up or, you know, the meet and greets are insane. But then when we're not with Doug, we can live this normal life and just like, you know, but then we've met celebrities like Justin Bieber, where we see how like I I could not personally, I'm too sensitive and empathic and just like, same, we, I would not do well in that kind of life. And that's something there, you know, when you're young, I think you're like, oh my God, I want to be famous one day. Like I want to, I would, it would be so cool. Like blah, blah, blah. And I'm just. Realistically, we're like, we're kind of introverted. Yeah, like like, maybe not. I don't want to go to these after parties and mingle. (laughs) But that's funny because it's like, we're like 15 feet from stardom. You know, it's like, we're watching Doug take all the spotlight and all the credit. And, and it's like. It, we're completely fine with that. We're like, like being the ones behind it, like, you know, making it all happen. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, Doug is basically also a country music star. I mean, <laughs> he's already hung out with Keith Urban, Luke Bryan, Dolly Parton, Blake Shelton. And he also presented uh, Carrie Underwood at the ACM party for a cause festival. I mean, Ariel told me that you're both really talented musicians. Oh. What has it been like, I suppose, to meet all these incredible music figures? Were you able to celebrate these moments or was everything just happening too fast? Like you said, we were just like 15 feet away and just be like, okay, we're here. <laughs> I think we, with meeting the celebrities, we'd always have these moments driving to wherever we were. And we'd be like, I can't believe this is about to happen. Like, for example, Demi Lovato, we went to her house and did a photo shoot of her and Doug. 
And I was telling Rob, I was like, I don't think you realize, like when I was in seventh grade and Camp Rock came out, she was like a huge inspiration for me. Like, I just thought she was the coolest thing ever. Like I listened to her in college. I've just like, you know, it's like, there's been so many full circle moments with celebrities that we've met. And Mm -hmm. it just feels like it's such a gift to be able to like, like in what other life would we have met all of the people that we look up to and like these incredible talents and like, the thing that we always celebrate is we get to have a real human experience, like a moment with these people. They are on the floor scratching our dog's butt. You know, they are <laughs> laughing. They're just like, t- like, you know, Doug there's is- no, there's no, like I'm talking to another human. I'm going to put my, uh, you know, yeah, your, right. your guard up. It's a, animals are very disarming as well. Yeah. He's a great icebreaker. Yeah. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. disarming. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, one of those things where I've, I've always said this for for my whole adult life. It's like, I really believe that animals were put on earth to remind us that love can exist with a vessel, like a barrier, you know? And so when humans, when we're interacting with these animals, like we're reminded, oh, it's supposed to be love. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh we don't have, I don't have to be self-conscious. I don't have to put up airs. I just get to be playful and loving right now with this animal. So it's, totally. it's amazing what, what Doug is able to do. But Leslie, you created the first Doug book, which came out in 2016, called Doug the Pug, the King of Pop Culture. Such a true title. <laughs> um, it was a New York Times bestseller. What was the process like putting the book together? And were you surprised by how well it was received? And did you celebrate being a New York Times bestseller? We absolutely celebrated. We had a really fun party the yeah. night that we found out. And it was like an impromptu party. So we like just texted everyone that like, we were friends, like, come over tonight. And it was super fun. Drank a lot of champagne. Um, was that the night you did the saber of the... Uh, I did do... I sabered the champagne. Yeah, it was Ooh. awesome. So, you, oh. know, you know, that's fancy. It was even better because it was... She sabered it and everyone was like... <gasps> And like nothing happened, and everyone's like, "Aw!" And then it exploded like two seconds after, and everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> "It was really cool." Um, the book process is intense. I mean, and our our book is was like a photo based book, right? So it's like it's it's more so just making sure you have the right amount of photos and the captions, but it's also like working with the publisher and then. You know, the book comes out, but then you have to plan all of the marketing. You have to plan the book tour. And it's like so much more than just like, you know, your ideas and what you want the book to look like. And a lot of that was on you. Like, Mm -hmm. I remember the like Leslie designed the cover of the book. We took the photo, like, you know, everything. All the photos were Mm -hmm. taken by us and you designed it all basically. And Yeah. What was the second question? It was, um, oh, was I surprised with how well it did? Um, Honestly, it was so in the beginning of Doug that I didn't really even, it was, we were still in that like whirlwind, right? So it was like, I didn't know, it was my dream to be on the bestsellers list and I knew we could do it, but like, it still, you know, blew my mind to go to these book signings and see all of these people just waiting to meet Doug. Um, Now we have four scholastic books, which 
We all grew up reading scholastic books. My mom is a first grade teacher. So like that feels very surreal, like knowing that Doug is in the book fair and we get messages on TikTok from kids being like, I know Doug from the book fair. I have his book or like there's just the books are a really timeless way to connect with people. Yeah, it was a way for Doug to like break out of the Internet and like Mm -hmm. become a part of like, you know, uh, Retail. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was like, see, this is a business. This is not just like a meme. Yeah. I, I hope I we have some fun ideas for new books in the future. Um, like books that are a little different. And then it is still, and I'll say it here first, it's my dream to write um a book from me about all of this one day. You will. I mean, you're a master manifester. I love that though. It just proves like you're constantly going and so busy. And I love the, the the transition between, you know, what you mentioned about the internet and then him coming into people's homes and introducing him to a different generation that wouldn't necessarily have seen him on the internet. It took the pug, the coloring and activity book came out in 2017. And that same year, Doug was like invited to hang out with I'm so jealous of Doug. <laughs> the big bang, big bang theory. He was on Good Morning America and he was also, I love this, in Katy Perry's music video for a song, Swish Swish. Like there's literally so many amazing things going on that year for both of you. And like, we really had a hard time choosing what to mention. Can you just tell us and, you know, like how these like milestone moments came about and, you know, every time you got something where you just like, oh, okay, that's happening. Like, oh, is it just like a kind of whirlwind again? Yeah, so a lot of them were, you know, things that we had to really like push to happen. But Mm -hmm. then there were things that just literally felt like they appeared out of thin air. So for example, the coloring book was us, you know, really working with our book agent and being like, we want to do a coloring book. This makes sense, Um, you know, uh, that year as well, we we got um, our first big licensing deal with American Greetings. So Doug got greeting cards and, you know, a, a whole card line. And that was something that we had to fly um, and like pitch them like Shark Tank style in the room, like pitch these, you know, wearing like suit jackets. And we're like, oh, my gosh, this is big time. But then with Katy Perry, one of her, the people on the, the video team emailed us and was like, are you free in two days to come to L.A.? to be in Katy Perry's music video. And we're like, I guess so. And then <laughs> we uh, yeah, sure. flew out on my birthday, like literally, like it was yep. just a total whirlwind. Um, and then that happened. So it's, it's very much, and still to this day, we get a lot of things that come up that we just didn't expect, but that makes so much sense. Like um, Doug is going to be in the movie Connected. Uh, his voice is is playing the voice of the pug in the animated, the Sony animation. Absolute dream. But something that those people were watching what we've been doing this whole time. Mm-hmm. And then it, it was like the right timing. So I think there's a balance, you know, it's like you have to really fight for what you believe is um, and work hard and have really yeah good integrity and treat people kindly. And, you know, it's like your reputation follows you. And I think that's why people enjoy working with us is because Rob and I always, we work really hard and we just put our our best selves forward. Mm -hmm. And, and we always want to do the right thing. Like we we don't want, you know, like if it's, you know, if, if something is, is, 
not the best look, but offers a lot of money. Like chances are we'll probably, will, you know, we'll pass if it's, if it's a lot of, you know, it's like we want like the money doesn't really matter. It just, the outcome of what we want matters more. Yeah. You know? And it's like the integrity of our brand is, is um, something we really uh, cherish. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that shows through and like huge congratulations. Just going to celebrate you both for a second because I, I think it's important for the listener to understand how much effort that you have to put in as well. You know, especially when it's your own brand and, you know, still to this day, I'm sure you have to fight for stuff that you want to do and put your best foot forward. And I think like that's what makes successful brands you know like just keep on pushing keep on fighting and so it doesn't really surprise me when you mention about like the new world of like the book you know or the cards or you had to do a lot of it yourself because it's your vision and um although it has to come from you you'd think at that point you would get a lot more help but it's often not the case it's like people always think that musicians have loads of money and they're loaded and it's it's not the case so um huge i just wanted to celebrate you for a second thank you. Oh, thank what you. you've built is amazing totally and you know the thing i love about you both is that your why behind everything with doug the pug is to make a difference in people's lives um i don't know if i'm allowed to say this if i'm not i'll just take it out you can <laughs> you've been working on starting your own foundation. And in the meantime, you do a tremendous amount of philanthropy. It's really refreshing to see people with your kind of reach be able to authentically um, be a part of the nonprofit world and have it not be performative. I just love the choices you've made. I think it's brilliant. Thank you. I wonder what Enneagram number you are, you guys are. Do you know that? They're in Nashville. They definitely know their Enneagrams. I, I actually I have, don't. I've never done that. I know. All really? My, oh, my God. I can't believe We know our, like... Sun sign. I'm a cancer. Our, I'm a rising Virgo. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a cancer with a rising Leo. I have the test results. I want to do it. I'm like okay. either a... T- I'm a, I might be a four or a two. I'm like... I think you're a two. I think you're the helper. Yeah. Okay. I really do. With a three wing. My um, results. Imagine if Doug had an Enneagram number. Oh. You guys should do it for Doug. You should do it for Doug. That's hilarious because Nashville is like, Nashville is the city of the Enneagram. I feel like everyone's like, I'm an eight. I'm a two. I'm a, and no one knows what anyone's talking about outside Nashville. They're just like, you're a (laughs) one. So funny. You'll have to do it for Doug and let us know why. <laughs> I'll like channel Doug. I'll be like, what would Doug say right now? <laughs> what would Doug say? Um, Doug was nominated for the Kids' Choice Awards in 2018. Um, he also met JVN and Anthony from Queer Eye, which is very exciting, and Halsey. Were you both aware of how much things were continually growing or were you just lost in the craziness of it all? I mean... It seems like 2016 on, it was just constant events, travel, appearances. Mm-hmm. It must have been a whirlwind experience. I mean, I'm just going to put it out there. If Doug ever needs like a backing singer or a bouncer or like anything, <laughs> I am, I'm happy. I'm happy to provide. <laughs> You're to hired. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it was a constant. I mean, this year is the first year because of COVID, like we've been forced to sit back in our home and rest 
and, um, you know, not be traveling constantly. Mm -hmm. We were go, go, go. And truthfully, my health suffered. Um, I became, I entered a healing crisis, a health crisis and got diagnosed with an autoimmune disease as well as endometriosis. And those were very defining moments, not only in my life, but also my career. Mm -hmm. Um, because at that point I had to make a decision. Am I going to be honest with myself about how much I'm overworking, but also with like my platform. Like, am I going, if, am I going to share this? Like, am I going to share this with the, the chance that it could help someone and someone could feel like less alone? Or am I just going to keep this to myself and kind of just not want to be vulnerable? Mm -hmm. And I made the decision to share it. And because of that, I've met some really, really incredible people who are now, mm -hmm. you know, on my healing team. And you, you wrote a song called Get Better and we recorded it in our house. And um, it, that's, you know, all about her struggle with the chronic illness and endometriosis. endometriosis. Um, and so that's been really amazing to have another creative outlet completely separate from Doug that yeah. um, is is kind of all Leslie it's Leslie's story you know and that's that's yeah. kind of um personal breakthrough yeah personal yeah it's been really cool to see Leslie break out and be vulnerable and um you know put herself out there and the end the endometriosis foundation of America invited us to their their gala like their yearly gala um because of the song and they, I think they like played it at the gala and there were people coming up to me and like crying to me about how the song helped them. And it was a very profound moment because I'm so used to people coming up and showing emotion about Doug, how Doug has helped them. And this is something that, you know, Doug isn't attached to his name isn't attached to, obviously he was there with me while we were writing and recording it and, you know, has helped me so much through those moments of struggle and pain. Um, but it was very, very validating to like, just have that happen. Absolutely. And it's, and it's hard to get that vulnerable. I think we all know all four of us are songwriters and it, it's really hard to sit down and go, I'm just going to say it honestly, exactly mm -hmm. how it happened and how it is. That's why it resonates. I feel like those are the songs that are timeless and mm -hmm. make a difference for people. I love that song. Thank you. I, um, I mean, I feel like there's an endless amount of milestones to bring up. I mean, Doug was part of the CMT Awards where he met Twinny, which I know was the most important night of his life. <laughs> yeah, obviously we had a good picture. I had a hug. It was great. Like we're practically best friends. And he has, I'm so annoyed he hasn't told you about this. <laughs> was it last year's CMT Awards? Yeah. Yeah. Oh it was gosh. last year. And you know, he is like, he was on the cover of USA Today magazine. Like, do, does it ever feel, um, I don't know, jaded? Like, does it ever get to the point where you're, where it's like you've already done it? So it's not as exciting or does it always feel exciting? I think it always feels exciting, but we are more aware of the toll that certain things take on us personally. And I don't know if that's, us sort of, you know, opening up emotionally and spiritually and with my health stuff. But like, for example, I remember the last CMT awards feeling just so overwhelmed 
Um, and Doug wasn't overwhelmed. He was loving life, getting all his butt scratches and pets, but just coming into contact with so many people and a lot of people, you know, you can feel the ego, you can feel like, like what you kind of don't want to happen when you reach a certain level of fame or success. It's like, it kind of just like bleeds off of them. And it, it just, yeah. there's a discomfort and it's like, you can push through it and you feel you're fine. But at the very same time, you're, you're drained and yeah. you're like, whoa, like I was so excited to meet that person and they were so rude to me or yeah. like, whoa, like I just saw that person be an absolute diva and they, their personality to the world is that they're the kindest, sweetest person ever. So it's like a lot of, um, managing expectations yeah. and not letting, you know, disappointment really get to yeah. you too much. Don't meet your heroes, you know? <laughs> yeah, I always find sometimes like the bigger the star, the more uh, like laid back and cooler mm-hmm. they, yeah. they are, you know, the more real they yeah. are. Yeah. Um, it's kind of the people that are on the, not that on big. The <laughs> yeah. yeah, on the up, totally. being secure. Um, yep. I want to ask this next question. Like, Duck was in the official Super Bowl commercial. I mean, amazing. For Sabra. Uh, amazing. How did this come about and how did you celebrate this moment? Man, we got the call like the day after Thanksgiving. Um, and it was our agent. She was like, we have an opportunity. And Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary Vaynerchuk uh, called our agent personally, like on a Saturday or and, and like was like, we want Doug in this commercial um it'd be like a you know four second spot but um we'll get we'll be in touch and so we were like for like a month we were like oh my god please let this happen like we were just like it was like radio silence after that radio silence we were like really nervous like it it just went away but we like we stayed like really um you know hopeful and just Mm -hmm. keep it like keep saying it speaking it into existence and like and then we got the call that it's happening and it's for Sopper Hummus. And we're like, oh my God, this is so awesome. It was, that was one of the, the biggest like excitement, exciting things to happen. And then to watch it come on TV and to see the influx of people tagging us on Twitter or, you know, people that I went to high school with that I haven't heard from in 10 years texting me. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just, I think I just saw your dog on TV. Coffee? Like, yeah, like want to hang out. Um, but it it was that, I mean, that was another dream that felt so not unachievable, but it's like, how are we going to get there? You know? And then it, it happened and it was just a really incredible experience. And another thing with everything that's happened in 2020, it just shows how perfect the timing has been with Mm -hmm. everything that we've done with Doug. And it's like, I, I'm I'm just so grateful like for all that we've gotten to do and hopefully all that we will continue to get to do. I mean, it's it's just so fun to be able to like hang out not only with Doug, our dog, every single day. Like we get to hang out with our dog all day. Our our job is being with him and then doing it together, mm-hmm. it, it's just a dream. It's it's amazing. It's so great. And I also love that you guys have within the Doug world, you have such unique roles and you both shine in such different ways. So you have this individuality within it, which is amazing. 
But I want to mention my favorite, Doug Milestone, because he won a People's Choice Award for Animal Star of 2019. And I remember when you told me he was nominated because I, we all grew up with the People's Choice Award. I mean, it's so epic to be nominated for that. What did it feel like to hear that he was nominated and how did it feel to see him win? So, man, it's like stressful at like the same time as like, because you're just like have your hopes up and like you really want it to happen. And if it doesn't happen, you're like, you know, like you're bummed out. And, and you know, we've, we, we've, it was the second time he was nominated. Yeah. So that was also made it even more stressful. Yeah. So we were like, okay, like <laughs> we're just going to do all we can to promote people to vote. And like, but we knew that it was it was like, if, if there were a time for this to happen, like it's, it's now it's, it, it can happen. And, um, it was a magical experience to walk down that carpet and, you know, you look to one side and pink is there. And then you look to another side and Jimmy Fallon is there. And, and, then, Dave, and then David Spade walks past Doug and points and laughs at him. And it was like, <laughs> it, it's just like, it was weird to be in the same room with like people you, you grew up watching on TV. You're like, there's also there's also a bit of imposter syndrome too that mm-hmm. I don't think like people are real enough with. It's like when we're in a room with all those people, there's there's a little voice in my head that's like, are Rob and I even like worthy of being here? Like, you know what I mean? Hundred. And I know that we are. Like, we've worked. I mean, the the, the follower count of Doug and the celebrity dumb shows, but at the same time, it's like you have to push that aside and just be like, I'm here. I deserve to be here and, and have fun and have it. fun. And like, you know, sometimes we'll get looks of like, what are, who are these people with a yeah. dog? On yeah. You know, but then and, it's and like, sometimes we'll get people, sometimes we get people even literally saying that to us or like saying rude things about, and it's just like, that's just, I don't, I just the way it is, but. That's a negative side. I feel of like, the industry in any industry you're always gonna have haters and it's so funny and I wonder if you've ever come across this like that people don't know who you are and they treat you a certain way and then they find out who you are and they're like oh and then you see the switch that's what I don't like but I feel like with you guys you are so real and it's all done out of love and I think you you know that's the huge reason with like all the, you know, his followers and stuff like that. And um, you touched on this a little bit, but I wanted to ask you, um, I know 2020 has been a shit show for mm. everyone. Um, so uncertain. How were you able to keep your spirits up while isolating? Was it harder to dream up content for Doug? Or did you find this actually, did it give you permission just to t- kind of take a break? And, you know, you mentioned your health stuff. We just, have you actually enjoyed this time? Yeah. I mean, we, when we started quarantine, Doug was at like three or 400,000 TikTok followers. And we were like, let's just focus on TikTok. That's something that's blowing up right now. Doug, you know, needs to grow on it. And now we have over 5.5 million followers. So we have worked our butts off to like make Mm -hmm. funny content. And And it's different. It's all different content because, um, with our TikTok, it's basically story based. So we take little, like, kind of like highlights of Doug and Leslie narrates the story about it and how it happened and what happened. And it's really interesting to see people like really like that because that's the first time we've ever put a voice to Doug yeah. or or like 
us in even us in the TikToks, like as a family and what we do and our cat Fiona and it, it's all new content for us and it's and people enjoy watching it. So we're like, okay, maybe we can do a little more of that kind of stuff. And it's also, you know, with the Black Lives bleh, with the Black Lives Matter movement really um happening in a big way this year, Doug we, we had to like really sit down and figure out, okay, how are we going to use his platform for the most good right now? And we saw so many animal accounts saying, I'm not going to post about Tone this. Deafness. This is, this is my, you know, people will, this is where people go to escape. I don't want to post about this. And Rob and I were like, okay, we can take that route. You know, at the end of the day, Doug is a dog. People aren't expecting him to like take a stand, you know, but then we look at the amount of followers that we have, the voice that he has. We obviously have views in support of Black Lives Matter and, you know, any LGBTQ, like we're very much on the side of equality and love and acceptance. And so we, you know, full on did a fundraiser with Doug Black Lives Matter t-shirts and posted and Mm -hmm. it was incredible to see how not how many people applauded us but also the opposite side of things you know it made me even more proud that we did it when we had people saying you should shut your mouth you just have a little dog or just like all these like Mm -hmm. horrible mean comments I'm like this is why we did it and like the argument that we had it's like you know a lot of people say well like don't get political with Doug and and at that moment we were like okay well equality shouldn't be political it's 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 moral right so we had a we had a moral obligation to to use our platform for the greater good and reach these kids that are growing up that mm-hmm. that should learn that like you know we're all different we should celebrate those differences and accept everybody for who they are because yeah. you know that's what makes yeah. the world so diverse and beautiful and I suppose you did have a different kind of audience on TikTok. It was predominantly a younger audience. Not so much now because everybody's on. <laughs> there is a hashtag over 30s club. But um, yeah, no, I mean, you're all, like I say, you're always going to get haters. But, you know, I, I applaud you. It, you know, a moral obligation that you felt and it paid off, you know, so. It definitely paid off. And I think even still... It, you had you took a stand and you put out content that's going to help people learn and grow but also you you brought a lot of laughter to people in 2020 like i found so much joy in your content especially your wop remix was just <laughs> oh that was the <laughs> highlight, highlight of the year leslie that was leslie continues to surprise me but that was like <laughs> we were so we we, we were like, oh my God, we have to do this WAP remix, but how are we going to make this family friendly, right? With with how, grow, like, it's, it's, well, the song is, you know, very... Uh, provocative. Pro- provocative. And which, so, is, which is great, but like, Doug the Pug can't be like doing a dance to it. <laughs> no, he's know? not going to be twerking on the ground. Like. Yeah. <laughs> so Leslie gets to writing lyrics and, and she shows me that I'm like, this is great. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go make this beat and I, I recreated the beat from scratch and like made there's some pugs in this house and uh we started recording and leslie just all of a sudden like she's really good at like cr- uh recreating tones of voices like she could be a voice actress in another life and 
I turn around in and this life. She's in this life. In this life, in this life True. manifest that. <laughs> True. Yeah, in this um, life. You'll be in a movie with Dougie. Oh. Yeah, if yeah. you if you want to do an impression, you can now. It's going out. Oh, <laughs> it can um, be your voice real. I can do... So, um, Dion, what do you want? I can do a um a baby crying. Oh my God, please do it. <laughs> do it. Okay, I, I cover my face because I'm embarrassed with like how weird my face looks. <laughs> That's incredible. That I want to be your amazing. personal voiceover agent. I want Please. this to happen Let's for you. I, I mean, I know happen. nobody. I know nobody, but I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> You're in LA. Yeah. That's true. That's true. You know, Twenty and I love to end the show with the same two questions for our guests. But before we do that, I just, I want to celebrate you guys. I think that what I'm about to say, it's really not brought up enough. And so I want to celebrate you by saying... You took the love of your pet and you turned it into a global sensation. I mean, Dougie's cute and he's amazing. I give him credit for all that he does. <laughs> but the truth is that you, Rob and Leslie, are titans of your industry. Your social media masterminds, graphic design and video content, you're experts at it. And you're all around incredible entrepreneurs. You started with just photos of Doug and you ended up with books, merchandise, calendars, meet and greets, awards, sponsorships, and so much more. And through it all, you always made sure to give back. So congratulations, because congratulations. you made this happen. It's you. You are all, I mean, the three of you are Doug, right? Oh, thank you so Ooh, much. I have tears. I know, you're just like. Well, this is the whole reason why we wanted to do it. <laughs> it wouldn't be what it is without the three of you. Thank you. This is the whole reason why we wanted to do this podcast because it's so easy to not celebrate the little wins because you're caught up in the hard work and the, you know, worrying about what's in front. Um, and what you've created is an empire and it's an amazing, it, it brings so much joy to so many people. Um, yeah, and huge congratulations. Thank you. Um, Thank you guys. So we have these two questions that we finished the podcast with. I'll let Ariel go first. Sure. So my final question for you is, if you could relive, not change, just re-experience one of your breakthrough moments again, which one would you choose? Mm. Mm. The interesting thing is my mind doesn't immediately go to like a red carpet or a cool event or even like meeting a celebrity. It goes to those celebration moments that you've brought up a few times. You know, I, I want to like go back to the time when we were posting the videos and they were, we were blowing up and to take out the worry of it all and like, well, what's next? How do we make this a business? And to just trust, like, it would be so incredible to go and, you know, have that aside and just know. Doug, what are you doing? He's rubbing his face. Um, to just be able to live in the moment a little more. And it's like, I wouldn't change anything because obviously it helped get us to where we are now, but just in a mindfulness perspective. Um, and then I would just, you know, I want to be back on the beach with Doug. I'll relive that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, great answer. Um, okay. I would go back and relive uh, when Doug filmed for the Super Bowl commercial, I feel like that was a really like pivotal time because 
the director was like, okay, we're going to have Doug pick up a piece of pizza on his own, dip it in hummus and walk away. And at that moment, I was like, we're screwed. Doug can't do that. Even the best trained dogs can, can't do that. <laughs> and we were just like, this is our one opportunity. Doug has to kill it. Like, what are we going to do? And he got in front of the camera and a couple takes later, he did exactly what the director wanted him to do. The crew of a hundred people in the in the photo shoot like went crazy. Like there was a whole other room of like the producers and watching it all happen and they're all clapping for Doug. And I was like, this dog is so special. So and he and he knows Aww. it. And he knows how to turn on. And it's like, holy crap. Stop. Like, it, it, he he was born to do this. And so oh, it's yeah. those moments. He is it's, a born It's those star. moments where I'm like, I can like really like appreciate how far this has come. It's like, this is, it's completely like outdone my expectations mm-hmm. when it started, you know, and it keep, continues to do that. And, um, and all, all along to be there with my wife and doing it together. It's like, what what a perfect scenario. He's he's brought us a beautiful journey together as well. You know, it's like we've gotten to travel the world together and mm-hmm. he, you know, helped us have the wedding of our dreams. He's he helped he's he's helped facilitate so many things that if it weren't for him, you know, I don't know how that would have happened. How how that would have happened. We would have found a way to make it happen. But um how special that it's with Dougie, you know. Dougie. I just want to thank you for being incredible guests. And it was so lovely to meet you. And to thank see you. you, my best mate, again. Who's <laughs> ignoring me. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I wanted to ask, um, what would you like your next breakthrough moment to be? Hmm. We've always said that Doug needs to be in the Macy's Day Parade. That would be that would be amazing. That, I've said that we've we've been saying that yes. since the beginning. Like to see a giant Doug float oh my God. in between the buildings. Yes. Like, can you see it? With yeah. people like with Doug like waving and Rob mm-hmm. and I in like these massive parkas and like earmuffs, you know, and just like waving. Yep. I think about it all the time. And al- um, also um a Doug the Pug movie or series of of for TV of animated. you know, him being the star. Yeah. Um, and in animated, so you know, it, it Doug doesn't have to do any work. Oh, and Doug star on the Walk of Fame. Yes, those are three things. Those three <gasps> things. Yeah. Doug uses Hollywood. I mean, I see it all happening for you guys. Yeah, I really do as well. I don't actually think the that is that very far away to be honest. Oh, um, after you. we've gone through, we went through <laughs> so much stuff that Doug has gone mm-hmm. done. We were like. Um, we really need to condense this and we're not even halfway <laughs> through. So I really, um, I don't think it's that far away. Um, oh, and, and just to say it, like, if those things don't happen, we are completely content with everything we've done because yes. it's, it's like I said, it's it's just been such a blessing. Yeah. But I'm going to just put it out into the universe that you guys are going to get all of that and better. Oh, and it's my dream for Doug to be able to, his foundation to have enough donations to purchase some sort of like wing in St. Jude or like, yes, um, yes. you know, like some a therapy dog, dog program or like to, a pizza to, really, parlor, Doug. to really have yeah. something 
in in St. Jude. Um, I dug the, the Welsher oyster. Dug the pug cafe at St. Jude. I love. I can hear all his little noises. There you go. So yeah. cute. <laughs> Dougie, Dude. you got a little snore for the audio. Oh. Well, thanks, guys, for being such an amazing guest. Thank you guys so much for doing this. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. That was so awesome. To keep up with Rob and Leslie, follow them on Instagram at It's Doug the Pug. That's I-T-S-D-O-U-G-T-H-E-P-U-G. Stay up to date on all things Breaking Through at Breaking Through underscore the podcast on Instagram and Breaking Through podcast on TikTok. Thank you for joining us. We hope you've been inspired to enjoy the journey a little more. Don't forget to celebrate something today. We'll see you next time. 